Hello everyone and welcome back. Another episode of Soul Flow Podcast. So, in my last episode, which I actually recorded one, but I'm not sharing it for some reason. So this is going to be the next one. Not that you'd ever know that. Um, my last couple episodes, they were starting to get a little dark. Um, I'm not here to apologize for that. Um, it's what I was going through. And instead of not recording anything, I figured it'd be good to get the shit off my chest. Um, because of that, I feel amazing. And that's all that really matters. So if you didn't enjoy them, oh, well, there's more. So I've actually already titled this episode because there's something specific I do want to talk about, but it's not going to be the whole topic. So just know that. Um, why my job sucks or something like that. That's going to be the title. I'm going to tell you why my job sucks. Well, first of all, it's not really a job. Um, it's, I don't know what it is. It's not a career. I mean, yes, I own a business, but what I do inside that business really isn't, I don't know how to define it and that's okay. Um, what do I do? I'm an energy healer and I also teach meditation. Those are probably my two primary functions in my air quote job. Um, Currently, why my job sucks is because my mission state, let's just say my mission statement is to show everybody or to empower everyone and show them that they are capable of doing everything internally for themselves, healing wise growing, awakening, ascending, whatever that entails. I'm here to show every single person that the shamans you go to, the medicine, the plant medicine that you take, not just medicine, the meditations that you're doing, um, the energy work that you're receiving, sound healings, anything that you have to go to someone to receive some type of growth or healing, you don't need. That's what I'm here to teach you. And how am I going to teach you that you don't need me? <laughs> My job sucks. I'm like a reverse salesman. I literally tell people all the time that you don't need me. But I need money. <laughs> If we lived in a society where I didn't need an income, this job would be perfect. But we're currently not located there. So I need to manifest that pretty quick, guys. Um, you can go on and help me with that. Uh, it'll make all of our lives easier. Um, and once I realize that I don't need your help, I can do this all myself. So that's, that's my life <laughs> in a nutshell, currently. Um, not that I'm trying to justify my emotions, because I think a lot of them are actually from past traumas, not from current scenarios. Um, you could understand why I could be a little cranky, right? You could understand, like... You get why I, I'm kind of mad at the world. And then not only that, like, 
to know that part of me actually chose to be here to go through this it's like damn man like what kind of masochist like what was i but <sighs> i say that cuz we're cuz i'm looking at it as if the um the energy that made that decision was a physical human being right cuz as a physical human being i don't think any of us would choose to go through struggles if we didn't have to right but that's from this end from that end you don't know um or you do know or i mean if you think about it right it's all energy so from a energetic spiritual level you don't see things as good and evil, bad. You just see the energies moving up and down. And that's just all they are to you. So there is no negative because it's necessary. <laughs> or it's just part of it. Or it's just the way we look at it. I don't know. So, yeah, my job sucks. But I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, it's, God, to, oh, of course my little puppy wants to go out. I'm going to pause this real quick and I'll be back and you won't even notice. And I'm back. Okay. So where was I? Uh, I love my job. I love what I do. Um, being able to have multiple interactions with you know, different people, um, being able to tell them the same thing in different ways. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Um, and then seeing how much stronger they are the next time I see them, when I can actually see that there's been this shift in power because I, they are now empowered and they're starting to find their strength, their voice. Isn't that just a reflection of what's going on inside of me? <laughs> Every single person that I work on energetically, they're going through something similar that I'm going through. And I know this because every time I work on someone, when I get messages, when I feel their pain, it feels familiar. It feels like it's mine. And half the time I feel like, oh, this isn't them, this is me. But then I mention it with a hesitation or with a, you know, like, all right, I don't know if this was you or me, but I felt this. And every single time they're like, no, that's me. And I was like, yeah, but it's still me. So... I mean, I, the people that are coming to me are people that need to work on things that I need to work on. People that stop coming to me don't need to. We don't align anymore. I've released that. I've let go of that. I don't need you anymore. I love people, though. I, lo I love, oh, I want to be friends with every client that I have because I felt their energy and it's beautiful. It's love. 
in this plane of existence, I haven't found a way to properly keep in touch with as many people as I've touched. And I wish I could. Maybe this is the way. Maybe this platform is just one of the ways that I keep in touch with the masses. Not that it's been masses that I've worked on, but... There have been hundreds of people that have been through my life that I wish I kept in touch with all the time. I think that's why Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and TikTok, I feel like that's why social media thrives so much because we've had so many people in our lives that have touched us and we just want to keep in touch. I mean, I was just scrolling through Facebook uh, yesterday and uh, the class behind mine, you know, he graduated a year after me. Um, I knew a lot of them, right? Like don't, don't most of us, most of us don't just go through education only knowing people that are in our grade. We usually are somewhat close to people a year ahead of us and a year behind us. You know, there's a lot of crossover. We're on the bus a lot. We live in the neighborhoods together. So seeing all of them 20 years after high school (laughs) is beautiful. And it's like, I wouldn't have seen that if it wasn't for Facebook. I'd have to hopefully run into one of them and maybe they'll tell me about that experience. So think about how many experiences we get to share with each other. That we wouldn't if it weren't for the platforms that we have. It's beautiful. Oh, it's amazing. Um, so, like I said, my other podcasts lately have been a little dark. Uh, I'm in a better place. Um, I think I'm on the up for now. <laughs> things, uh, things have worked out for me in ways that I, that I couldn't have consciously come up with. And even got a little extra, I guess. I don't ask for much. I just ask for exactly what I need. And I feel like sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm such a walking contradiction sometimes because I tell people one thing and then think something different. Even though, like I just said earlier, you know, the people, the people I'm attracting are the ones that need the same thing I do. So I'm telling them what I need to hear. And what I need to hear and what you need to hear, that's why you're listening to this, is that you deserve more than just enough. You deserve more than just, you know, your basic needs met. You deserve to have the freedom to do anything that your heart desires, as long as you're not harming anybody else. So what we need to do is stop settling for just enough. Let's say you need $76.32 to pay your light bill. When the universe sends you that currency in any way that it happens, why can't it be $100? Why can't you have some change to then 
treat yourself to a coffee or lunch or whatever the hell you want to do with your money. Buy some music on iTunes or get a gift card to Xbox. Purchase some paint or I don't whatever. I'm, I'm trying to find the most off random shit because I mean whatever tw- whoever will take your $25 if you want some crack off the streets I don't give a shit whatever your heart desires that's what we deserve we deserve more than just enough we deserve more than to just have our bays pi- our bays pilled our bills paid To have a roof over our heads. Yes, we deserve that, but why can't we deserve more than that? We deserve to never feel like we're in lack. But we're not. We just think we are because of some programming. Like now, I sit here and I'm talking. I have an abundance of thoughts to share with you. Where are they coming from? I don't know. I'm not making them. It's an abundance of money out there. And you can get it without making it. So. I'm here to tell you. Again, remind you. How much power you have. With inside you. So one of the things that I've been telling clients. And I guess. If you were planning on being a future client. You'll get this now. But. One of my gifts is that I can tell exactly what's wrong with you. And so I tell this to my two clients yesterday and they were like kind of shocked, but like ready to hear. They're like, oh, really? Yeah. Tell me. Like, I've never seen. I mean, they just got done with energy healing. So it's like you're so open to not not hearing the worst criticism ever. But just open to something that has an opportunity for healing, right? Just like ready for it. Like, yes, I'm, I'm in this space to receive this information without letting it charge me emotionally. And so I tell them, there's nothing wrong with you. That's my gift. <laughs> and they were just like, oh. Really? Can I tell people that? I'm telling people that from now on. There ain't nothing wrong with me. So, and I, I think I've talked about this before, but I don't know if I've shared it or not. Eh, so we'll go. Because I don't listen to my own podcast. Is that wrong? Whatever. Like I said, um, which I have said before, if I repeat myself, it's because it needs to be said again. So my gift is to see that there's nothing wrong with anyone. And that's true. There's nothing wrong with you. So I'll give you some examples. Um, If you have an attitude problem, if you have an eating disorder, or you have a weight problem, or you, I don't know, are too positive, you're too negative. I mean, any trait that you would think is bad, any habit that you have that you think is bad, um, the reason why you do what you do. I mean, there's a couple ways to explain it, at least that I've heard. I kind of came up with one, but I'll, all right, we'll go with the first one first. The, the person you are right now 
is the person you think you need to be to do two things. One, receive love, and the other is to avoid pain. So all of the traits that you're holding with you right now. So the people that um, are grumpy and angry and always seem to push people away, they do that because they feel like the people close to them hurt them, right? And so as long as you keep people away from you and not close, they can never hurt you, right? Avoiding pain. Now, I'm not sure how those people act to receive love, but I guess it depends on the person, right? We all act differently. Like I said, it's just based on how we grow up. So all of the undesirable things that you do, either undesirable to others or to yourself, right? Like it's, it's so weird that we have habits that we do that we don't like, but yet we continually do them. It's like we're lying to ourselves at some point. If we, if we truly don't like, um, like I, I don't have healthy eating habits. Um, I had a lot of ice cream last night. Like I can go through a big ass thing of ice cream in like two or three sittings. And I'm, I'm not 300 pounds, but I should be, but I shouldn't. Um, and I do it in part of it. I enjoy. So I'm, I'm admitting that I, I just love it. There's, the, there's some nostalgic to it. Though. I think that's really what it comes nostalgia to it. Um, I enjoy it, but it's like part of me knows that I shouldn't be eating half a pint of ice cream at two in the morning covered with whipped cream and chocolate sauce, although it's vegan whipped cream and sugar-free chocolate sauce. It's it's still the ice cream wasn't sugar-free or vegan, so <laughs> um, so I know I shouldn't do it. But yet part of me still doesn't care because there's, I don't know, because you get the dopamine or serotonin or one of the, one of the, whatever the good feeling uh, hormones are. Um, but still, we still do it? Like, why? Why do we do that? So we know what we shouldn't. We know, right? So the other example is you know, it's just um, a defense mechanism that we've created from our childhood. So, for example, I was bullied as a kid. Fun. Um, you know, and I think the biggest thing with bullying is the dominance. It's the control or the loss of control if you're being bullied. And so growing up now, or grow, as I grew up, I was very resistant to authority, to anyone that wanted to tell me what to do, and I didn't have a choice. Um, Whether that was sit still in class or, you know, cleaning my room, whatever it was, or anything at a job. If I didn't have a choice, I was very resistant to that, and I'm still resistant to that. If someone would tell me not to do something, I'd do it twice just to prove that, like, that doesn't mean there was something wrong with me. It means something wrong happened to me, and that's my way of reacting to it. Because that's that's my way of finding my voice in that moment. My way of finding my voice is to tell every single other person no, because the younger me 
wasn't strong enough at that point to tell them no because of the fear. Because of the fear of the repercussions. I didn't even tell on these kids. I was so afraid that, what, they were going to punch me? It's not, I, didn't, I never thought I was like, I mean, maybe it's because I didn't think I'd die. Because if I did think I'd die, I probably would have said something. Like I just knew they'd just beat me up and leave me alone eventually. Get bored. But I went through something that I know now that I should not have had to go through. And so now I say no to everything. I don't like being told what to do at all. My poor wife. (laughs) I mean, there's even times and this is I still do this and whatever. I'll get over it one day. Maybe Um, if I have the intention of doing something today and then my wife turns around and asks me to do it. I tend to not do it today because now it's not something that I decided to do. It's something that I was asked to do. And in her eyes, she'll never see that. Oh, he did think about that before I asked him because there's no way for me to prove that. Um, So I don't want to set a standard that she thinks that she can just ask me to do things and I'll do them right away (laughs) because I don't like being bossed around not because I'm trying to be an asshole. Right. But I understand that now. I'm recognizing my um, my patterns and where they're coming from. So they're there for a reason. They were there for protection. But now I need to realize that that protection is not needed in this scenario. So when it comes to my wife, I mean, unless she is bossing me around um, or bullying me, but then... I should be able to recognize that. So I should be able to say, all right, is she bullying me? No. Okay. So if she's not bullying me, then I don't need to treat her as if she's a bully. I can be respectful. I can listen. I can actually take um, requests. I'll call them demands or commands or something, but requests. I can actually be like, yeah, you know what? I'll do that for you. I got you. If she asks me not to do something stupid instead of doing it twice, I can respect why she would ask me not to do some dumb shit. Doesn't mean I won't do it, but I don't need to do it twice. Eh, It depends on what it is, but you know what I mean. So I just have to recognize that, but that doesn't mean there's something wrong with me. It was just there for a reason. And then once I can recognize that, give that some love it'll go away or everything around you will just accept that that's the way you are Um, it'll all work out though in the end and that's really what I think it comes down to is just realizing that there's nothing wrong with you there's nothing to fix in you there's things that you can become aware of and realize and then You can make a conscious decision to adjust your habits, behaviors, attitudes, whatever. Free will, choice. But that doesn't mean anything is wrong wrong with you. I used to eat meat. Now I don't. Does that mean I think something was wrong with me when I was eating meat? No, because I might eat meat again. I don't know. This is just my current situation that I've put myself in based on my past experiences. And I made a conscious decision to stop eating meat. 
because it came to me in a meditation, actually. That was the main reason. I was just meditating one day, and some voice said, try not eating meat. I said, okay. I haven't eaten it since. Cool. Maybe one day the voice will be like, eat meat. And I'll... You know what's crazy? Didn't I just talk about how I don't like being told what to do, but I listen to the voice in my head? What? I hope this isn't turning into a high thoughts. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, well, I'm learning something, right? So I listen to that, but I don't listen to others. It must be an external thing. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. So my mission is to teach everyone that they don't need me and you're perfect cool job like I said um, especially when they buy it right like the product I'm selling is self love and self confidence and every single person that buys into it is a happy customer right <laughs> I'm selling a product hey people ooh, I just found a way to advertise right I am selling a product that is 100% guaranteed to work. I'm giving you self-love and self-confidence. If you buy that and take that, if you actually have self-love and self-confidence, there's no way you couldn't be a happy customer. What? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I'm. I'm picturing people that I've worked with. I'm picturing their faces lighting up after sitting with them for 60 minutes. That's it. 60. And usually it's like 56 minutes or 57. It's, I try to do a full 60, though. I don't know why. Even though we talk, which is part of the 60. Um, whatever. They get a bonus. Just seeing their faces or even just just the transition from when they lie down to when they get back up seeing their shoulders not feel, look so heavy seeing the burden lifted a little bit or a lot i mean it it really varies i mean having people tell me that it was the safest they ever felt in a long time when all i did was sit with them like no one like but this is why I say you can heal each other and heal yourselves. Just sitting with somebody for 60 minutes. You don't even have to say a word. We don't talk for the most part. I've had a couple talkers, but for the most part, we don't talk. I could just sit next to you. For the most part, I don't touch them. I could just sit next to you. We don't even have to be shoulder to shoulder. I could just sit with you. Sit with you and your energy. And recognizing that it's all valid. It's all real. If it's real to you, then it's real. And that's all that matters. So, um, the universe and the uh, YouTube algorithm seem to have a way of giving me what I need to hear. And so, um, one of the things that I've been practicing, and I think I mentioned this before, but whatever, um, when I'm working on people, I always ask that I could take on what they can't handle. 
but don't need anymore. Was no longer anything that's no longer serving them that I could just take on, but only if I can handle it, right? So I've been doing that, and that's kind of been my intention. So I watched this video the other day of a shaman, and she basically said something similar. But what she says about it strengthened my practice. And so what she said was she's able to take this on without an attachment. So I'm able to take on your traumas, your pain, your sadness, your emotions. I'm able to take those on because I don't have an attachment to them. I wasn't there when it happened. I didn't have your experience. So I don't have an emotional attachment to that trauma. So that's why I'm able to take it on and then love it and release it. And once I came to that realization, it stopped affecting me in a negative way at all. Because it would. I realized that I was I would take it on. It'd be rough for a while after a treatment. I mean, it depends. A couple hours. Sometimes it was a couple days. And then it would go away. And then it was like once I once I once I heard that, I felt this weight being lifted and realized like, oh, I can just take it, love it, drop it off, let it back out. And that's it. That's what I do. I mean, that's part of what I do. But just and that's why to me, like these podcasts are actually really important. Because I was listening to a podcast that literally transformed my practice just by hearing a different way. And this is what I this is why I call what I do intuitive energy healing and not just Reiki. It's because that's exactly what it is. It's intuitive. It changes. I don't do the same thing on every person. I actually do something different on every single person. Because it's just intuition. It's just learning. It's creativity. It's being creative in what you do. Um, just like I creatively came up with being a energy healing hotspot. So anybody in my surrounding area or actually anybody in the world that um, is open and wants to receive healing energy, all you have to do is think it. And I'll send it. And it's funny because as I'm saying that, I can feel my energy amping up. Because time isn't linear. So in these words, as I'm saying this, I'm sending energy because as you're hearing it, you're probably thinking it and now receiving healing energy. And that's why TV is so important to be careful what we listen to sometimes because of the suggestive programming. You can hear certain things and then your body reacts a certain way. You start to attract certain things based on what you're hearing. That goes for everything. Words are powerful. Oh my God, I feel like I could just ramble on for hours, but I need to take a break. Um, I feel like this was a good stopping point. So I am here to get rich off of convincing people they don't need to pay me. <laughs> Talk about like the, like the, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, You know the word. I can't think of the word. Just the paradox. Right? Is that what it's called? 
uh, the contradiction. It's really not what the word I was looking for, but yeah. That I have to make a financial living off of convincing people not to pay me or that they don't need to pay me because they don't need me, not because they don't need to pay me. Oh boy, this is going to be fun. I mean, you know what the funny thing is, is like part of me always thinks like, well, as a spirit, like if you chose to be here, then you knew what the outcome was. So that's good, right? Um, we don't know. Maybe, maybe this is a tragic ending. Maybe it's an amazing, happy ending. I like to think the latter. So, yeah, I can't use that. Can't be like, well, I chose here. I chose to be here, so it's got to be a good outcome. But, like I said earlier, we don't really look at things as good and bad. So, it's just going to. There's going to be an end to this story, at least my, Jason's story. So, just because I knew what it was doesn't mean it's a good one. But I like to think I can make it one if I haven't already. So, on that note, I'm selling self-love and self-confidence. If you want some, take it. (laughs) I'll give it to you. And on that note, I love you. I don't need to be proud of you because you should be proud of yourself. I appreciate you. You should appreciate yourself, but you don't have to. And I hope you have a wonderful, beautiful day. Peace.